Welcome to the Happy Millennials Podcast, the podcast where millennials come to get all the tools, news, tips, and breakthroughs to live a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm your host, Kyle Mackey. Let's get this show started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's Kyle Mackey here, and I have a new format that I'm going to bring us through today for today's session. I know we've only been on for a month. This is going to be session number nine, but I was given some thought to the way I want this podcast to go, and I think there needs to be a little bit more. The sessions may run, the podcast might run a little bit longer, if it's possible, but I think there's going to be a little bit more fun out of the way that I'm going to set up these new podcast sessions. So get excited, get pumped up, and let's jump right into today's session as I share with you this brand new format. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, we'll get to that in a second. But first off, I want to say thank you to those of you that came to my very first online webinar, The Three Secrets That Every Millennial Needs to Know About Happiness and Fulfillment. It was last Thursday. And it was terrific. It was awesome to finally get out there and put out those secrets that I think every millennial needs to know about happiness and fulfillment. I felt like I was truly helping some people just find what it is that they need in their life to really get to change things. And I don't want to just share it with these people that were there on this past Thursday. I want to share it with everybody. So I just want to put it out there that if you want to attend the three secrets that every millennial needs to know about happiness and fulfillment, I'm going to be running it again this coming Thursday. So definitely check it out. Definitely sign up online. You can sign up at secret.happymillennialclub.com. That's secret.happymillennialclub.com. Come check it out. It's completely free. It takes about I think we ran for about 75 minutes last night, but the plan is to run for between an hour and an hour and a half. Whenever we run this webinar, it's always going to be free. I want you to attend. I want you to learn, get value out of it, and use the information you pick up from it to positively impact your life and just create a little bit more happiness and fulfillment within it. So if you want to just stick with everything free that I offer, you know, come to this webinar and keep listening to this podcast, but definitely do these two things. Moving on from there, I also want to announce that I really want to make this podcast just explode. I want it to be a really big success, and I want it to help a lot of people. As some of you might know, I do have my qualification in life coaching. I spent about a year and a half getting it from a school based out of Australia, and I've coached many people since getting into school and since being out of it, and it's something that I really, really enjoy. And I think it's something that you can really benefit from. Even one session will have its impact. Yes, the more sessions you can do, the better. But you can get a lot of benefit just out of one session if you are truly open and allow yourself to go deep. And I think there'd be a lot of benefit if I were to actually do coaching sessions live on this podcast because it would allow for people to grow through other people sharing things about themselves. Because if you're dealing with some sort of issue that's making it so you're not feeling as happy or fulfilled as you possibly could, I can almost guarantee there is somebody else out there going through the exact same thing. So if you are brave enough 
to just be open and let yourself be open and a little bit vulnerable and try to dig deep and, and find what that missing piece is that's holding back your happiness and fulfillment. Doing it here on this podcast in a free coaching session would be an extremely beneficial thing for yourself as well as other people. This is a service that costs, depending on who you see, anywhere from $150 up to $1,000 an hour for a coaching session. And I want to offer it free to anybody who is brave enough and willing to put themselves out there and allow other people to learn and grow from what it is that you're personally going through. For those of you not sure what coaching is, it's all about helping you get from where you are to where you want to go. It's a forward-focused session that's just about getting you to a better place in life. We don't dig into the past. We don't try to evaluate what has happened to you in past traumas. It's all about moving you forward. Yes, there might be some searching into the past just as a trigger or as a powerful tool to keep you going forward just because we learn a lot from our past. But the ultimate goal out of a coaching session is to help you move forward. And my expertise is in helping people find happiness and fulfillment in their life. So if you want a free coaching session, that's right, a free coaching session, and you're willing to put yourself out there, I want you to send me an email at podcast at happymillennialclub.com. That's podcast at happymillennialclub.com. And I would love to have you as a guest coaching client on this podcast. This is the direction I think this podcast is going to go. And I'd love for you to step on up and be one of the first people to get coached live on this podcast. So if you think you're up to it and you really want to start moving closer towards that happiness and fulfillment you're looking for, then this is a great way to find that, get that little extra help completely free. So again, if you're interested, send me an email at podcast at happymillennialclub.com. Tell me a little about yourself and tell me why you'd be interested in getting a free coaching session. And potentially I'll have you on the show at a future date. So Moving on, let's get into the main meat of this podcast. And I think I'm going to start off each podcast from here on out, looking at the news or looking at a happy story that's out there and just sharing it. Because as those of you who would have listened to episode number five, the Trump News Detox, if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely go back and give it a listen. There is so much negative news all around us. It's surrounding us on a daily basis. And we need to get that out of our lives because it doesn't help us. Yes, it is sometimes good to be aware of what's going on in the world. But when everything you read and hear is negative, that does not improve your overall quality of life. But I've got a story that might just cheer you up. For those of you who are pet lovers or pizza lovers, This story is for you. That's right. If you are a pet lover or a pizza lover, you are going to love this story. You're going to love John Sanfratello. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but John Sanfratello. I'm sure I pronounced John right. I got that one down. But John Sanfratello, he is the owner of Angelo's Pizza out in Matawan, New Jersey. And he did something that is really cool. You have a pizza box. 
and it goes out for delivery a lot. But usually when you get like a Domino's pizza or a Pizza Hut pizza, it just has their logo all over it, and it is just, you know, advertisement. It talks about their rewards program. That's what's on the Domino's pizza right now. And it's good to know that because it gets you free pizza. And if you're like me, I love pizza. And if I can get more free pizza, that's great. Free is awesome. But John realizes that he has this platform to deliver extremely powerful messages or information. And he's using his boxes for a very powerful and impactful purpose. You know, back in the day, actually, I don't don't even really know back in the day because I don't think this was ever in my lifetime, but I know it existed. Those like milk cartons that had people that were lost, people that were trying to find. I think that was back in the day when people drank a shit ton of milk. I feel like milk is not something that we drink as much of nowadays. I don't know the last time I've actually had dairy milk in my fridge. I think I have some almond milk right now. Cashew milk, it tastes great. I know I'm going on a crazy tangent right now, and I should get back to the story. But yeah, milk. They had the lost people on them. Well, John Sanfrantello, the owner of Angelo's Pizza out in Matawan, New Jersey, he saw that somebody had lost their cat. And he wanted to help out. So he reached out and he's like, if you bring me your lost cat flyers, I'll post them on all my pizza boxes that I send out. Guess what? They found the cat. And it's been such a craze that he hasn't stopped. Now he's helping cats from all over Matawan, New Jersey, find their animals. He's doing this for free. He's not charging people to put these Find my missing cat. Find my missing dog. He's just doing it for the love of the pets and to help those owners. What an incredible thing for John Sanfrantello to do. He could just be like, I want to make money from selling my pizzas. I don't care about these pets. Run, run, run away, you pets. But no, he decided... He wants to help people. He wants to use this usually just colorful or plain white. His boxes are colorful. They're actually quite nice. They're like red and like this looks like um, maybe it's even his shop, but it's a really nice box actually. And he is covering up his nice box with lost cat and lost dog flyers. What a man. Saving cats and dogs, one cat and dog at a time. He's going to go down in history as the future or as the current milk box lost person ads. Those dogs and cats are so lucky. Maybe one day he'll find a tarantula or a turtle. I don't know how a turtle could get that far away or maybe a pet snake. Keep doing it up. Keep doing good. What a man. John Sanfrantello. If you're ever in Matawa, New Jersey, you definitely got to go check out this guy at Angelo's Pizza. I'm sure he makes a really good pizza. 
But anyways, that is the cool story of the day. Come back next time. We're going to have another cool story. But let's get in to what I want to talk about and how you can truly impact your daily life. And some of you might disagree on this next subject matter I want to cover. But to me, this is something that's really dear to my heart. Something that I think about a lot. And I think I mentioned this in one of the other podcasts, but I definitely haven't done a podcast on this subject yet. But that's the concept of time. Time. It is the only resource on earth that once you use it, you can never get back. You can never find more of it. Once it's gone, it is gone forever. Yes, there will be other people who will have time. You could make a new person and give them some time. But you yourself, when you use up your time, you can't get any more of it. And the reason why I think this is such an important thing to think about is because we live in a world where everything revolves around money. And it's unfortunate that we make a lot of our decisions based off of money. But that is how the world works. What I would prefer people or the world be based off of is time. Because it is truly the one thing you can never get more of. I don't know if any of you have seen the movie In Time by Justin Timberlake. It's a really good movie. If you've not seen it, you should definitely check it out. It's great. Highly recommend it. But In Time by Justin Timberlake. If you've never seen it, the concept of this movie is that when you hit the age of 25, you never age another day in your life. You can live for thousands and thousands of years. Your pay is now additional time. And don't get me wrong, this system has its flaws, as if you watch the movie, you'd quickly find out. But in reality, everything we do is taking away from the time that we have, and we will never get that time back. In this movie, though, when you would work a job, at the end of the day, you'd get your pay for the day, and it would give you so much extra time. Probably an extra 24 hours, an extra 48 hours. Just enough so you could keep getting by and that you could keep living your life. It's a cool concept because as long as you keep working and you keep, you know, adding to society and hopefully that your job keeps up with inflation, you can keep living. You can keep having the quality of life you hope to have. However, there is the extreme side of this where people like our Bill Gates of the world and Jeff Bezos, well, they exist in this society as well, and they can just live for a thousand plus years without ever having to fear that they're going to be losing out, that their life is going to come to an end. And there are some sad parts about this movie because those are the people at the bottom of the food chain, you know, they might only make it a couple days past 25 because that they're using time to pay for it and maybe they don't have the ability. Maybe they're dealing with a disease. Maybe they're dealing with some other types of struggles and they they just can't seem to work enough to get that extra little bit. 
It's a really interesting movie, and if you've never watched it, I highly recommend it. It might give you a little different perspective on how to think of your time. Because, yes, this would be cool if we could just keep on extending our life by just from the work that we're doing. But that's not the case, which should actually make you second-guess the work that you're doing. If you hate the work that you're doing, you're using your valuable time for unvaluable or invaluable work. Work that brings you no joy, no pleasure, no excitement, no thrill. Do you really want to be wasting this valuable resource that doesn't replenish for something like a job that kills you inside to show up to each and every day? Or maybe you're in a relationship that you just know isn't right. But you're putting it off in hopes that something better is out there one day. But you're wasting that time. That time where you might be meeting the absolute person of your dreams. Maybe you keep on putting off a vacation Who knows if that vacation will ever come? If there's a place you want to go, if there's something you want to experience, why do you keep putting it off? People say they're going to wait until they retire to travel the world. Their hopes are to retire at an early age. Maybe you try to retire at 55. So that way you can travel the world freely. But what if you never make it to 45? Like, the odds are you will. The average age of people living to is somewhere in the upper 70s, I believe. So the odds are you will make it past 45. And if you can retire by 45 or 55, you'll get all those years to do whatever you want to do. But what if you don't? Would you want to know that you went all the way to 55 and you never got to travel to that one destination that you really wanted to go to? That you stayed in a relationship that didn't bring you the type of pleasure or joy or excitement that you were looking for, that you stayed at a job simply because it paid the bills, but it killed you inside each and every day because you are not going to get that time back. That time is so precious. When I've worked for companies in the past, one of the things that bothered me the most is companies that take advantage of your time because your time is valuable. Overtime without pay, the workaround that they do by just putting you on a salary, that bothers me a lot. Because they're taking away something from you and expecting something in return. They're taking away your time, giving you nothing back except for requiring you to do more of something that you might not love. And ideally, you do love your job because if that's the case, then you are truly making the most of your time. But a lot of people don't. That's one of the reasons why I started the Happy Millennial Club, the Happy Millennial Podcast, is to help people redesign their life and do something that actually brings them joy with every minute and moment that they have. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times in my life where I am not completely joyous and loving everything that I'm doing. But I'd say the large majority of the time, I'm quite happy with what is going on. And you should be too. 
It's one of the reasons why I chose to work for myself and not work for the man any longer. Because often when I worked for the man, I didn't enjoy the scenario I was in. I didn't have control of that time. Fitness instructing, I get to choose everything I want to do. Coaching, I get to choose when I want to work. I get to make my schedule. Public speaking, I'll get to choose when I want to do speaking gigs. If I don't want to speak, I don't have to. I have control over that aspect of my life. There's something that has become something that I dream of having one day. I'm not quite there, but I do plan to have it one day. And that's a tiny house. And a lot of you might be thinking, a tiny house? Why the fuck would you want a tiny house? It's because how freeing would it be to have a tiny house? People have these huge houses and they spend so many hours a week trying to upkeep it. You got to mow this huge lawn. You got to keep every room clean. You have to do all the extra dishes that you have for it because you can have more people over. You have to spend more money to fill up the place with more junk just to make it look like there's stuff in that place. It takes so much more time to have this big, huge house, which is way the Western culture has become. Everybody wants bigger and better. But the bigger and better it is, unless you have the money to have somebody else do all those things for you, to upkeep everything, it just means more of your time is going to be taken away from you. But a tiny house is the exact opposite. You can clean it all up in maybe half an hour max. The whole house in 30 minutes. What typical house in North America, other than a bachelor apartment, can you clean up in under 30 minutes? You can't. It's also a lot cheaper to have a tiny house. When it comes cheaper, it means you don't have to work as much to enjoy your free time, to be able to afford that house. You can do what you want with your time more. So many people who have jumped onto the tiny house movement, they work for themselves because they can. They start doing what they're more passionate about. They're doing the things that bring them pleasure rather than once again working for the man. Oh, the man. He has control over you. He has control over your time. But when you start thinking about your time more than the money, it starts to change everything. One of the reasons why I like fitness instructing is the fact that I get to help people. But I make more money for that singular hour, which makes it so my time is more valuable. My time is being valued the way it should be valued. It makes it so I have more free time to use the way I would like to use it. No nine to five, not going in there and doing the same eight hours every single day, but more or less just being there because that's what they require of me, but not actually what it requires to do work. Because there are studies out there saying that being there for eight hour a day doesn't actually create more value for that company. It's just what society expects of you. And that number, that 40 hours a week, is completely arbitrary. It is a number that came out of, I think, like the Second World War, is Second or First World War, if I remember correctly, is where the 40-hour work week ever came from. 
during a time of war. That's where this was created. We are not in a time of war for the most part. Yes, there's war going on on this planet. But 40 hours is extremely arbitrary. If you can get all your work done in 25 hours, that's an extra 15 hours a week that you could be doing things that you love. For those of you who've ever read the four-hour work week, if you haven't, you should definitely give it a read. Not to say that effort getting down to a four-hour work week is realistic or even something that you would want to do. But it gives you a good understanding of how you can create more value from your time. If you can just change your schedule so you could work one day a week from home, the odds are you can be more productive from home, get the same amount of work done in a portion of the time. And then you just opened up an extra one, two, maybe three, maybe four hours just by doing some work from home. And then you also save that time of going from your workplace to home, home to workplace. You get that time back too. How many other areas of your life could you get a few minutes back if you just did something slightly differently? If you simplified your life in a different way? One thing that I think probably made it a really long time before I had a girlfriend was I had a rule that anytime I went on a date, if they were late, more late than 15 minutes, the, the date was over. I would not wait more than 15 minutes. But to me, time is so important. And I feel if you're wasting my time, it's just not likely going to work since time is something that I value so much. But it's something that we should value at an extremely high level. I try to make sure that everything I go to, I am early. Not a lot early. I'm not there like excessively like 30 minutes, but I'm there early because I don't want to waste somebody's time because I understand that their time is valuable. You should value other people's time in your own. You should value equally the same. Because everybody's time on this planet is so precious. They're never going to get it back. But you need to think of yours. If you're wasting time doing something that you don't love, if you're wasting time trying to accomplish things that don't mean anything to you, what is the purpose of doing this? Again, we live in a society where we think so much about the money. But when you change your perspective, say, if I just thought about this in terms of time, would I still want to do this? That might have a profound effect on your life. You need to appreciate your time more than anything else. Ask yourself some questions when it comes to the time that you have. Yes, today is not your last day. But if today were your last day on earth. Is this how you would want to use your time? If it's not, you should make some sort of change. And I'm not saying go quit your job. But if you wouldn't want to be working at this job close to the end of your life, you should probably find something different. You should probably find a way to make a tweak to certain areas of your life so you can do more of what you love.
I was watching Living Big in a Tiny House. I've talked about this before. Again, it's my connection with tiny houses. And today's episode, there was a guy from somewhere on Vancouver Island. He used to work in the oil sands. He used to work 12-hour days. I can sort of relate to him. I used to work in the oil sands as well. I didn't work 12-hour days. I barely worked five-hour days. I was supposed to work a 10-hour day, but there just wasn't enough work for what I was doing up there. So I pretty much never worked more than five. Occasionally, the days that I was decorating the dining halls. Those were, those were brutal days. But he was talking about how he built a house out of a shipping container. He left working these 12-hour days where it got him ahead financially in life. But it just sucked away all the joy from the time that he did have. Because in those other 12 hours of the day, there's not much to do. You're in a remote living condition. Because he was up there, he missed out on spending time with his mom who passed away from cancer. He missed spending time with his best friend who tragically died while he was away. And your people in your life, your connections, your friends, your family, they're some of the most important people and where you should be giving your time to. But now he made that change. He said, time is of the most importance. He now lives in a small, tiny house, shipping container house. And he does things that he's passionate about that can bring him money. But his life is so simplified now that he doesn't even have to make a huge amount of money from these things that he loves. He just needs to make enough to live the quality of life he wants to live. And he's able to do that because of this cheaper and more economical, more sustainable way of life. Another question for you is, is this truly something I want to do with my time or should I say no? And I'm going to dig deeper into this specific question in a future podcast because the ability to say no is an extremely powerful thing. But we often just say yes to everything that's thrown our way. I was reading an article last week about Warren Buffett, and it was talking about what makes Warren Buffett and other high-level CEOs so successful, and it's their ability to say no. We have all these different engagements and a lot of the stuff we don't want to go to. We get keep on throwing on all these extra tasks at work that we just say yes to because we're scared of what our manager might think of us if we say no. But if you, let's say, have a crazy workload at work and your manager wants to throw you another task and you say no, are they going to fire you? There probably are some managers out there that would be like, you said no to me. I am letting you go. But most managers are probably not like that. Especially if you explain it in that sense and say, sorry, my workload is already through the roof. I cannot handle another project. Say no. You're only able to do so much with the time you have. So pick and choose with the things that you actually want to say yes to. If your friends want to go 
to some sort of exhibit that just brings you absolutely no joy and you can think of a better way to use your weekend or your own personal time, say no. Say, maybe we just should meet up for drinks afterwards if that's what you're into. But don't go to something just because you feel you should. You feel an obligation to it. Do it because you want to do it. Because that's how your time should be used. And lastly, start to question how you could actually use your time more wisely. So when you're in a situation, ask yourself, how could I use my time more wisely? Don't spend too much time on it because then you're just wasting that time again. But take some time to actually think about how you could use your time more wisely. If you can consolidate a bunch of tasks together that will work nicely together, you might free up an extra hour through your day, which you can do something that you're passionate about. You can use that as an opportunity to grow. You can use that as an opportunity to bring more value to people in your life or your workplace or your relationships. But I just want to challenge you out of today's podcast, if you gathered anything whatsoever, is I want you to appreciate your time because it is, again, the one thing you're never going to get back. Yes, in the dream scenario, or at least my dream scenario, you might not agree, we might be able to live indefinitely. The science is getting there and that it might be possible one day. But again, indefinitely doesn't actually mean forever. It just means there is no set timeline of when something will come to an end. But we can almost say with certainty that at some point, whether science advances beyond our wildest dreams, time will come to an end. So take advantage of the time you do have and appreciate every moment that you have. So that's the content I wanted to cover for today. But I want to finish off today's session with just one more little fun thing. And I'm going to keep throwing this in here. And I'd appreciate it if eventually you guys started to add to this because I think it would be more fun. I want to add in as the final section of today's podcast, get to know the host. Some of you know me. Some of you have known me for a long time. I know we're still at the beginning of the podcast. So a lot of you that are listening have probably become really good friends with me. And you probably already know a thing or two about me. But for those of you that don't, well, I want to be able to share with you a little bit more so you can get to know who I truly am. So if you have any questions that you ever want to ask me, feel free to send me an email at podcast at happymillennialclub.com. That's podcast at happymillennialclub.com. I look forward to getting whatever questions I get for you. But until we start getting those questions flowing in, I have a cool alternative. I've come across this website. It's called the Random Question Generator. And I have no clue what my next question is going to be. But let's answer. Let's go for three questions unless it just takes way too much time. But I'm going to try to answer three questions. I'm going to try to answer them quickly so we don't have to make this a a really extended Q&A. I know you're here to find happiness I just want to share a little bit about who I am. And if you have, again, any questions, send me an email and I would love to answer it because if you're wondering it, maybe somebody else is too. But on to the random question generator. It's from the conversationstartersworld.com. 
backslash random dash question dash generator. So, without any preparation, without any clue of what is about to be asked me right now, the first question is going to be, next question, what would be your first question after waking up from being cryogenically frozen for a hundred years? What a great question. I love this. It sort of goes really well with today, actually, because I've actually thought about getting cryogenically frozen. I've I've told pretty much all my loved ones in my life that if I have the money to pay for it and I die, that is my first way I want to be stored. I really don't like the idea of being buried or cremated. Mausoleum's okay. But being cryogenically frozen is just awesome. And if somebody can bring me back to life later on to give me more time, that is just absolutely incredible. So this would be great. But if I had to wake up in 100 years from now, the first question I would ask after waking up, I feel like a good question to ask would be like, what year is it? But I think that is maybe just too boring. So let's let's assume that they just tell me the year because I think that is important to know. But the first question... I would ask, I think it'd be really cool if we found alien life somewhere else. And I think it'll actually be found before I die. But let's say I died today in 100 years. I might want to know if they found other life in our either galaxy or universe. So yeah, is there life? Have they found life somewhere else? That's a cool question. I like that. Okay. Let's go on to one more. Next question randomly given to me is, what are some things that are okay to occasionally, but definitely not okay to do every day? Huh, what are some things that are okay to occasionally? This question isn't even written correctly. It should be okay to do. Okay, so what are some things that are okay to occasionally, but definitely not okay to do every day? There should have been a do in there. Anyways, to answer this question, some things. Hmm. It is probably not good to get drunk every single day. Yes, definitely not good. Occasionally, you know, sometimes we get a little crazy, we have a little fun, but you probably shouldn't do that every day. I would say that. Now, what's a little bit one that's more out there? Hmm. You shouldn't probably ride a roller coaster every single day. That would probably be bad for you. That The amount of G-forces that would be constantly getting put on you would probably rattle your brain pretty hard. It'd probably be like getting put into a bunch of boxing matches. That would probably not be something good to do. And what would be one more thing? That's a little bit crazy, a little bit out there. There's definitely things that you should not do every day but every once in a while it's okay oh these are sort of fun but you probably shouldn't do them every day except if you're really good at it and it means you can eat for free but know when you go to those restaurants and they have like those eating challenges where if you can eat this crazy huge meal you get to have it for free 
I remember I did this contest in Windsor, Ontario. It was like this crazy ass burger. And if you did it for, if you ate the whole thing, you got the free burger, a t-shirt and your picture on the wall. Joe Schmoes, Joe Schmoes. If you're from Windsor, go there. But that was cool. So you probably shouldn't do those eating challenges every day. But if you can, that's sort of cool. One last question, and then we're going to call it for the day. And this one's going to be a really tough question because I am not really good at remembering this sort of shit. But this is the third question to end off today's podcast. But what movie title best describes your life? Holy shit. What? Oh, this is this this works, I guess. Because I'm I started the Happy Millennial Club and I'm trying to make the world a happier place to leave, live. So let's say The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. I actually really like that movie. That's a good one. I really thought I was going to struggle on this one because I thought thinking of movie titles would be a struggle, but apparently I can remember titles. Then again, it's a good movie and I really actually I used to like a lot of Will Smith movies. His later ones have not been as good. But that'll do it for today. The random question generator. I think we're going to become friends. It's going to get to really know me, which in turn, you're all going to get to know me as well. But I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, two things that I want you to keep in mind. If you have any questions, if you don't want me to use this random question generator, by all means, send me an email, podcast at happymillennialclub.com or... If you want to be a guest coaching client, if you want me to coach you for one session that'll help both you find some extra happiness and clarity and fulfillment in your life, and it might help somebody else as well because they'll start to realize that they're not the only ones who are going through the same thing, then again, send me an email at podcast at happymillennialclub.com. Tell me a little about yourself and tell me why you're interested. and. Again, if you want to come to the free webinar next Thursday or this Thursday coming up, then sign up at secret.happymillennialclub.com. And I think that's about it for today. So have yourself a happy day, a happy week, and I will talk to you all again next Thursday, either on the podcast or maybe even some of you at the free webinar. So thanks for checking in and I'll talk to you all again soon. Have a great day. 